in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, July 9th. It's going to be a beautiful Saturday morning, and I hope you're heading out, getting on the water, or maybe you're already out there crawling around in the blind. Can I go? It's, you said you hope we're on the water. Can I leave now? No, you can't leave just yet, but there's guys out there with bows and arrows hiding Ready behind trees and stuff right Very now. Very quiet, Seth. We're hunting Bambi. Well, you don't have to be quiet. They're <laughs> going to be breaking limbs and stepping on dry grass. Those deer are going to know they're coming yesterday. Because I rode a quad in. <laughs> That's a fact. Folks, it's a, it's a warm one out there for you deer hunters. Uh, it's archery season right now, and we'll be talking to Travis Morgan from Guns Fishing and other stuff later on in today's show. He'll tell you all about that and some other techniques with archery and hunting and deer hunting with uh, the big guns that opens up here shortly. We'll tell you more about that. We have got guys live on the water all over the place today with salmon in the bay, salmon out in the ocean, halibut going crazy, rock and lingcod action. Folks, it's happening everywhere from fresh water to salt water and everywhere in between. We're going to take you live on the water with Captain James Smith in just a minute. We're going to hook up with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. He's heading up the north coast this morning. Tony Zapolvita up in Eureka is just spanking up their big Pacific halibut and lingcod. And he's got to wait till August 1st for his king salmon to open back up up there. And Justin Leonard at Outcast Guide Service at Bullard's Bar just banging kokanee out there. He'll tell you all about that. And there's more, of course. We're taking you to Stampede. Senior Tuna's back from a couple of long-range trips. And Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, joins us with all kinds of great info. Let's waste no time. Let's go to the Berkeley Marina and climb on board with one of the best in the West, Captain James Smith of the California Dawn 1 and 2. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Tell us about it, bud. I saw the photo from yesterday. It looks like it was fair. <laughs> I think fair is an understatement. I actually felt fairly guilty by the end of the day. We had a lot of fish on this boat. And, uh, I mean, the whole week's been lights out fishing. You know, since last week I talked to you, we had limits of salmon every single day. My other boat, California Dawn 1, has had limits of halibut every single day. And then uh, yesterday we had limits of lingcod and near limits of halibut. Just you just can't describe how good it is. I mean, you can go out in the ocean, you can get a limit of halibut, you can get a limit of salmon. Everything that we like in the Bay Area about fishing, it is on right now. It's been just wild, 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 and then some. I mean, what an uptick of fishing this year. It's been it's been great all across the board. James, what are the conditions going to be like out the gate today? Uh, it's going to be a little breezy. Um, you know, but I don't think it'll be enough to keep boaters off the water. You know, we, we've had some wind here. We had a, a, an entire week of, of you know, flat weather. Kent could have brought his bass boat out to the Farallons there all week, just about. And then about two days ago, uh, we started getting some breeze. And, you know, we got 12, 13 knots of breeze on the water. Again, not enough to keep you home, but, you know, it might bump you around a little bit, but not bad. Not Not bad at all. Um, you know, maybe above the point where the guys are fishing salmon. It got a little bumpy yesterday in the afternoon. But uh, overall, the weather's not bad. 
cool. It's nice and cool here. We're uh, we're gonna be a brisk probably sixty five to seventy here today, and then uh, it's supposed to warm up later in the week. So, hey. looking forward to some more good weather. So you're in a hoodie, is what you're telling everybody. Yes, yes. Yeah. You have to wear a sweater out here. Bite we're me. not quite Just not quite jackets yet, but we're in, we're definitely in sweaters this morning. Makes yeah. you want to go when it's 108 in uh, Vacaville, doesn't it? Seth? You'd have to pay me a lot of money to put on a sweater today in Vacaville. There's exactly. no doubt about it. It's only going to be about 92 in Vacaville, 101 uh, tomorrow and the next day. But you know what, James? Even we've got decent temperatures, mid 90s to low or to high 80s for the next two weeks after that. So we can't complain a whole lot about it. Well, James, are you going to be targeting in the bay today or out the gate? No, you know, everything for the past 10 days has been all out the gate. Weather's kept us, uh, weather's allowed us to fish the ocean and the bars. And the bulk of the fish are outside right now. There's not a lot going on in the bay, although I'm sure if somebody wanted to take their skiff to the Berkeley Flats, they'd probably catch a couple. But the majority of the good fishing is outside the ocean. And this is typical for this time of year. June, July, August, September, it's all out on the bars. It's out on the Marine Coast. I mean, it's all it's all happening out in the ocean. So that's what we're doing. That's our game plan for today again, go outside and, uh, and, and hit the bars. Well, having California Dawn 1 and 2 certainly enables you to handle it all. You can hit the bars for the big halibut in both of them, and you can run salmon out of the other one if you want to and vice versa. It's plenty of opportunities, folks, and you hear how great the action is out there. James, is it work or are you back in early? No, no. I mean, uh, earlier in the week, all the salmon trips, we were back in early. I mean, we had some wild days there where we dropped in and had, you know, literally 15 to 20 fish hanging all at once. Big quality salmon. Uh, pretty wild bite. I don't want to be the deckhand on that trip. I don't want to be the deckhand. No, and if you are on that trip, remember to tip your deckhand. Oh, God, yes. A 20. (laughs) At least a 20. Yeah, no, it was it was wild, guys. Let me tell you, the, the school of salmon here has been unbelievable. But let me tell you, those things have been on the move. We are fishing them down off of Half Moon Bay. The next thing you know, you know they're southeast of the islands. The next thing you know, they're above Fanny Shoals. The guys ran all the way from Fanny Shoals to Half Moon Bay buoy, clear up to right outside my good buddy uh, Rick. Ricky's uh, Harbor up there in the Bodega Bay Harbor entrance this last uh, couple of days. So we've been traveling for them. Now, they've been getting the limits quick, but, you know, with the boat ride, it, it's still a full day out there, a lot of travel time. But uh, the guys I, are putting in extra work to go get those fish. And I'm hearing there's just tons of whales and a lot of other activity going on out there, too. So much life this year. I mean, uh, the ecosystem looks real healthy in the ocean for us. So, I mean, they got plenty of food. There's tons of whales. There's whales everywhere up here. So, um, you know, food's not a not an issue. And I think the fishing game might have got the numbers wrong on the salmon because we're seeing a salmon season that we have not seen in many, many years. And uh, just, just a ton of fish, you know. I mean, you got a school of fish that an entire fleet can limit out on and under two hours, it's it's been unreal. So hopefully it continues through July, and, and then hopefully, you know, my friends in the river start getting lots of them. But big upswing in the fish this year. It's been it's just been a, a great story all around. It's well, been so good, Seth, that Ish Monroe was wearing his jersey 
on the boat last weekend. Oh, he's turning pro, huh? Yeah, he had his jersey. Well, the photos I saw, he was in his jersey. <laughs> he must be getting off yeah. the bass boat. Uh, We're back from a tournament, Clemen, right on. No, I think it's I think it's flatish is what they're uh, they're posing with these days on the California dog. Oh, is that? They it? have a flatish that makes uh, an appearance once in a while. Mm. Mm-hmm. Was, he comes in Ish's place when Ish can't physically be here when he's on tour <laughs> trips or on tour. There you go. <laughs> Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn, letting all of you know how great the action is, whether it's halibut, lingcod, big halibut outside the gate, or the great king salmon action we're experiencing all up and down the coast, thanks to trucking the fish around the river system and making sure they get out there. I just hope they find their way back to their spawning creeks. Oh, they will. I'm hoping so. Yeah, they gave them a map. Uh, they gave them an imprint, I'm certain, to they make a, it all happen. They gave them a Lawrence 12 Live, and they said, follow the GPS. Well, James, I know the bookings have got to be nuts right now, but, folks, if you need to book a trip, you need to do it now to make sure that you get a spot on and don't miss out on the great action that we're experiencing and the great temperatures of the San Francisco Bay Area. James, give them all the hookup info they need and where they can find more info and pictures of everything going on. Sure. The number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Come check us out. Hey, I got do got room this week. We had a lot of drop-offs. COVID's been going crazy. And for some reason, a lot of my customers have got it. So uh, come check us out. CaliforniaDawn.com. We're hearing that same thing, too. A few more people catching up with COVID. Uh even right around here where we're sitting today. But that's life. That's the way it goes. And hopefully we'll keep it behind you. And, God, I never want to see another mask as long as I live. And I'm sure you don't either. It obscures your ability to communicate and see the other person. You can't use obscure with me and and James. We can't spell it. Big word. There we go. That is a big word. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Captain, you have a great day on the water, and I'm certain your clients are going to have one too. Thanks for the report. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Captain James Smith, one of the best in the West when it comes to fishing the San Francisco He's so positive when they're just loading the boat, isn't he? And he's so in debt with two boats like that. What the hell? Yeah, and he's got got a captain that's going from bodega to, you know. He's got it nailed. He knows where the fish are going to be. He is on top of the game. He's got boats that can go both directions, and you know they're communicating all day long. Oh, yeah, I know. That's an awesome deal. And that new Caldon, too, man, what a boat. I can't wait to get on it. I know. We should do that soon. We, we shall be doing that soon. Yeah. I think we're going to have to crash Senior Tuna's trip. But both of our trips fall on the same day. Yeah, that the, makes it a little tough. We, maybe they could meet us up and we could just change boats out in the water. for. Oh, that would be exciting to watch us try to jump from the Caldon to uh, the Real Magic. Well, maybe our next guest will let us <laughs> jump from his boat to another one. We'll be hooking up in just a minute with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures, Captain Zach Medinas. Right after this quick break, y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and cod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass 
fiberglass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics. Sonar, heated cabin, fully electric galley for hot meals, and restroom facilities. They all make the California Dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available. The availability of fishing licenses, bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable. To find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the California Dawn or to book a trip, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Well, the action's been pretty good out there for King Salmon, as you heard Captain James Smith talking about earlier. Well, I got a couple of photos from a guy this week, our next guest. Let's punch this up right now. I want to bring you one of the best captains out there, Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures, Captain Zach Medinas, one of the sturgeon experts that we have throughout the state and all over the Delta, but he has been pursuing some monster King Salmon. You don't always catch monsters, but when you're getting 30s and bigger out there on the water, you know there's a great run coming. Let's go live to the decks of Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures right now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. How are you? I'm doing well. How do you catch these big monster fish while everybody else is getting 7 to 14s? Oh, you know, it's I've been hanging at the Marin Coast right there on the north coast, and uh, I think historically we get the biggest fish right there, so we haven't you know, been getting limits every day, but it's been about a fish to a fish per rod. 
And, um, yeah, I mean, the quality is excellent. What can I say? Well, the quality is one of the things you look for when you fish for many, many years. It's that one exceptional fish that you'd like to get your hands on. I had one up in Alaska. I got a 50-pounder in a river one day, and I know what a 50-pounder looks and feels like. And you're going to be catching some of those possibly out there this year, aren't you? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, nothing makes me feel better than... Uh, landing a big salmon, hearing that big thud when the fish gets swung over and hits the deck, and and being able to look at the angler, and I'm going, hey man, that king salmon, that's a good fish anywhere in the world. Yeah, it's exa- awesome, absolutely. Well, you know, one of the things that I heard this week uh, that has happened is a lot of bait has moved into the Bodega Bay area, and it's thick and close to shore. Is that what you're experiencing and seeing out there right now? Yeah, we have a we have a, a growing amount of bait every day, um, you know, and yeah, I think it's just going to keep getting better. Of course, we've got these big schools that you're hearing about, and eventually they're going to have to come through the door, you know, and that's the Golden Gate, and we'll be here waiting for them. Yeah, I have a feeling you will be with plenty of lines out at exactly the same time. Zach, what's the biggest fish you've caught so far this season? You know, we had one that was uh 20 28.5 gut and gilled so you could easily put another four possibly five pounds on that so mm-hmm. it's about a 33 and uh troy maggie uh we did a trip with the fisherman's warehouse we had troy out here and their two biggest fish they they brought a digital scale so they had the lie detector with them <laughs> they had one that was 30 pounds just a hair over 30 and then they had another one troy landed one like a pro at 27 pounds yeah i tell you i saw that photo and that is an impressive array of fish they had not to mention uh, there's some awfully big halibut available out there. Do you ever think about stopping there and uh, dropping in on them? You know, I I heard the tail end when I was waiting on hold of uh, James' talk, and he's got me kind of wishing I was doing halibut on the bar today. I might see if, <laughs> I, might see if I can persuade these people because I know the bars are really hot right now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's just lots of really cool options. And, you know, I'm right here in San Francisco. I'm right by the bait. I'm right by the Golden Gate. So it's easy for me to just make a short run, and we're already out in the ocean. And just in general, I love the fish to pay, but when you get out in the ocean, I mean, that's that's where you see the bigger models. No question about it. Zach is located right there at the Fisherman's Warehouse. Fisherman's Warehouse. Fisherman's Wharf area of San Francisco. His boat's right there in the line. So you I didn't can, know they had one down there. Yeah, yet. well, they, I guess we need to notify them. They need to, about as far as you get there, yeah, buddy. They need to relocate as soon as possible. <laughs> Zach, the, yeah, we, the interest this year has just got to be overwhelming. You've got to be ton, getting tons of calls with great action going on out there, especially with the opportunity for some of these large fish. And we've all heard about the 40- and 50-pounder that our friend R.J. Waldron caught out of the uh, Emeryville Marina the other day, too. Just phenomenal fish out there, isn't there? Oh, yeah. No, it's it's you know it's been really good fishing. I know the, they had that real hot bite down south. Um for me, anyway, driving six hours feels like I went to L.A. to get my salmon. So I've been staying close to home, but I'm just a little six pack boat, you know. If you got if you got twenty or thirty people, you could probably make that work. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just I mean, salmon's really good this year. Uh, the forecast is going to be what it says. There's less commercial season. I mean, everything is basically the deck is stacked in a sport fishing favor this year. So we're getting a lot of action. That's outstanding. That's exactly what we need. No question about it. Zach, I got a question for you about private boaters. What do you, what do you see out there? Private boaters, the quantities. Are there a lot of guys out there on their own right now, or are most of the people taking advantage of the party boats? Um, you know, there's there's a fair amount of people out there salmon fishing for sure. You know, um, the last couple of days, 
Uh, there's been a little bit less because our weather has kind of picked up a little bit, but that's that's how it goes out here. You know, we have one week of really nice weather. The next week, it's a little bit lumpy. So as soon as our weather, you know, lines up with uh, everything else, we'll see a lot more people out, out there for sure. Well, it's just a spectacular fishery, folks, from you know, although if you were up in Eureka right now, it'd be wide open, but it's closed until August 1st up there. They only had, I believe it was May and August this year to fish. We'll be talking to Tony Zapolvita next to Greenwater Fishing Adventures. Zach, as the king salmon uh, start moving closer to the gate, is it your intention just to hang out there and work them, work them over? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we're going to be just hanging on the north. I mean, we'll be times we'll run down to south and, and fish a little bit too, but you know, I don't know what that is. I'd have to ask somebody with a lot more education than I do. But we just we just always get those big bombers, you know, right there on the north side. So that's something we've heard for years, and especially the, when Bodega Bay starts loading up with bait down there. When they that bait starts pushing in and more and more comes in, those big fish just kind of swing into that whole north area up there above the gate and all the way to Bodega and even higher because the fish are actually making a move and heading on up. And they're going to go up rivers up north for us in many cases. They're not all heading to the Sacramento and the American. They're all going back to their own home rivers. Right, right. Yeah, yesterday I had a kind of interesting trip. I had a bunch of uh, Japanese guys on the boat, and they were using that, I can't pronounce it, what that's called, but that technique of, uh, you know, they, they use on tuna where they run that rod up into the spine. They shot off the nervous system. I had to do all kinds of neat stuff for <laughs> fish. But um, but they got some really nice ones. I cut those fish. It felt like I had olive oil all over my hands. I mean, they just, you know, look like they're pretty much krill fed, just that nice, plum red, gorgeous fish. Well, with the whale population that's in there, you know there's a ton of krill available, and that helps make everything nice and bright, doesn't it? Absolutely. And our water color over here is starting to get dark. And, you know, it's not quite root beer yet, but that's coming. But it's getting dark. It's Yeah, I mean, everything is just... Yeah, everything's been really good. I can't wait to see when the big biomass hits the beach. Nutrient-rich water will make that happen. Zach, give them all the hookup they need so they can get out there with you and enjoy the great fisheries that we've got. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you can give us a call at 925-497-7171 or uh, get a hold of us online, gatecrasherfishing.com. We also have Instagram and Facebook by the same name. Uh, right, Like I said, like Sepp said, right here on Fisherman's Wharf. Come on down, go fishing with us. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, you can walk down to Skomas, grab some chowder while I'm cleaning your fish, come back, I'll have packed, packed and ice and ready to go. So come on down. And beat the traffic heading home. It's a perfect setup, no question about He's it. He's getting free clam chowder for that Skomas plug. You I, know that, I right? You, <laughs> <laughs> I figured you out, buddy. You better bring me a cup of that clam chowder. Yeah, that's a good program. Hey, hey. They do get <laughs> out here and there, but I'll t- I'll tell you what, it's worth it, man. It's it's really good. Don't go get that bread bowl down the road or whatever. No, no, go over there. Go it's good. You know, you yeah. know what Zach's doing. Zach is walking around getting every free sample he can get before he takes off in the morning. I can see it all now. Hey, Zach, real quick, I'll tell you one. We were finishing up the Cow Palace show one night. We decided we were all going to go to dinner at Skomas. The only problem was, dude, I was towing a boat, and I towed a boat into Skomas. Got it turned around and out of that place uh, that night. It was uh, it was quite an adventure. I'm surprised it You're was still legend. attached to your You're vehicle. A legend, man. That's- that's the nice thing. I mean, you can drive right down there. They they valet, uh, valet your parking. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I, I get the chowder and we're out there with the guests and we didn't bother to get a table, man. We just swing our legs off the edge of the dock and <laughs> look out at the sea and, you know, just take it all in. It's awesome. Pretty good deal. Take it all in with Zach. Next time you have a chance, Zach, give him that phone number one more time. 
497-7171. All right, go out there and catch limits for your clients. Have a great day on the water, Captain. Thanks for having me on the show. All right, take care. What a great source of information. Absolutely. Let's head a little bit north of here right now and find another great source of information. A guy that fishes all over the world is concentrating his area right now on the Eureka and Trinity area for halibut, for great rock and lingcod action, and he's waiting for the king salmon action to reopen up August 1st. Let's hook up right now with the man from Greenwater Fishing Adventures, Captain Tony Zapolvita. Good morning, Captain. Morning, boys. How you doing? We're doing outstanding. You hear what's going on down here listening to Zach Medina's. Tell us what's going on up in your neck of the woods. Like, I don't know, there's some big Pacific halibut being caught. Pacific halibut has been the main attraction here for the last month or so. Uh, we're also running our remote waters, uh, lane cod rockfish trips, big lanes up there and some, some pretty, un- pretty untouched waters that we get to fish. Uh, but the halibut have really been stealing the show. One of the best Pacific halibut seasons I can remember and some real big fish coming in. Let's tell them about the Pacific halibut versus the California halibut. Just for those that aren't informed or might be first-time listeners, give them an idea of what's going on and the difference in size, too. Yeah, exactly. So the Pacific Pacific halibut are the same species that they have up in Alaska, and uh, as opposed to the California halibut that uh, that hang out on our beaches and bays, these these Pacifics, we're right at the very southern end of their range, basically. Uh, We're kind of the southernmost significant fishery for pacific halibut so while people book trips to go to alaska and british columbia to go chase these things around uh we're we're lucky we got a little fishery for them right here in uh, in california and i'd say the average fish runs about 20 pounds on them but 30 40 pounders are really common my buddy had a 92 pounder a couple days ago uh i know of a lot of 70 and 80 pound fish that have already been caught this season so they're big boys yeah, they are. And we've been picking up a couple down this way, uh, off of some of the humps out here out the gate. They've been picking up 40 pounders. So it's a nice place to, uh, drift by if you have the opportunity. Tony, your salmon season closed. You had May to fish and then you've got the month of August to fish. Is it all August to fish or is it limited? We've got all of August and we've got so many salmon off our coast right now. It's ridiculous. I've been watching them chase my halibut bases. We're winding them up every day, <laughs> watching them swimming back and forth under the boat, big 20 pound kings. Uh, so as long as everything holds, uh, I think it's going to be real good when it opens up again, August 1st. Well, you've heard about the miles, five miles. There's t- people saying 10 mile schools of fish out here. Do you think you've got that kind of quantity swimming around up there too? I think we do. I've been seeing them every day out here, so it's uh, we're looking forward to August first and getting a crack at them again. May was good, and I think it's going to be great again in August. Are you seeing a mix of coho and everything mixed in with them, or silvers to some? Oh point? yeah, there's there yeah yeah there's silvers bouncing around as well, and uh, so they can be a little bit hard to work around sometimes. I actually had some 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 bites last uh, this last May here when it was open, where I actually had to pick up the gear and run away from them. The silvers are so thick. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm hearing some people are getting tickets written too that aren't being real careful or aren't knowledgeable about the fact that the king salmon has the dark mouth and the silver salmon or the um kind of went brain dead coho salmon have white lips and white gums around there, so it's a lot easier to identify. And they also have kind of a green sheen to them instead of the uh, blue steel look like the king salmon have. So be careful. I don't know what the ticket costs, but I'm sure it ain't pretty. It ain't cheap, I bet. I you bet don't it. want one of those tickets. No, not at all. Well, Tony, you run down to the Lost Coast where you've got world-class fishing. Tell our listeners real quick what the opportunities are down there. 
Yeah, we've got a couple areas that are uh, very, very lightly fished, bottom fish grounds. And uh, and uh, so it's about a 20-mile run to those spots from – well, I got one when I when I leave out of Trinidad. We, we head north and then down to the Lost Coast coming out of Eureka. They're both about 20-mile runs. And it's bottom fishing at its absolute best. Lots of lingcod, lots of variety on the rockfish, giant old-growth rockfish, and uh, and some Pacific halibut mixed in with them as well. So it's not uncommon to, to look over and see a guy pinned to the rail by a 70-pound Pacific halibut while we're catching rockfish. Well, I love that talk when he pinned to the rail. Can't lift up the rod. He's just hanging on looking for a deckhand sometimes, isn't he? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it can be great fishing, folks, and you should get up there and have the opportunity like our good friend uh, Mr. Grossman does with regularity with his crew of people. It's a wonderful fishery up there, and to experience the Lost Coast is really something, but it can't happen every single day, can it? You need decent conditions for that. Yeah, you know, the you know, the Lost Coast is definitely fickle down to the south. Uh, the, the, the equivalent stuff that I've been fishing to the north, has considerably better weather, so we can get up there most days. Uh, so you know, yeah, we lose a day to weather here and there, but uh, for the most part, it's uh, it's pretty doable. Well, folks, you heard he's got salmon up there, and if you're heading to the Eureka area, Trinidad, or anything up there, make sure you get on board with Green Water Fishing Adventures and Captain Tony Zapolvita. Give them all the hookup information they need, Tony. EurekaFishing.net's the website. Uh, really, the place to check out what we're doing doing is uh, is my Facebook page that I post on there more often. Greenwater Fishing Adventures on Facebook. Phone number is 707-845-9588. Captain, thanks for hooking up with us today. Have a great day on the water, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Sounds good, guys. Have a good one. Captain Tony Zapolvita with Greenwater Fishing Adventures. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, it's RVs and destinations. Then I'm taking you to Bullard's Bar for fast kokanee action with Captain Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service live on the water right after this quick break. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOLT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal 
with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's killer fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hey, I've got a couple of more great tips for you RVers out there. Whether you're first-timers or long-termers or doing it full-time on the road, here's a couple of tips that will reduce the stress and that sinking feeling you get every now and then when you think, oh, no. Well, here's number one. Don't turn onto a road you cannot turn around on. Well, how the world do you do that if you can't see the whole road? Don't trust what you see on your GPS. You know it's turned you wrong directions before and you know it's done you wrong in the past. Zoom in on your sighting, on your settings and make sure you can see all the little roads along the way that might help you turn around or back up. Know where you're going and don't go places down roads that you are skeptical of. Stop your vehicle, get out, walk down it, and make sure you can get out. Don't get trapped down there like so many fifth-wheel guys have done and be towed out at great expense. Number two kind of goes along the same lines. Don't press your luck when you need gas or diesel. Every time I've run out of gas, I ran out of gas in our motorhome towing a boat, and I coasted, coasted right to the pump. I was lucky, but I had procrastinated. I put it off. I passed other places. Oh, it's not easy. Oh, it looks too tough to get in and out of with a rig. You know what? When you need gas, stop and get your gas or diesel fuel. And there's a great application for your smartphones or your iPhones. It's called Gas Buddy. It lets you know what the price is for gas in all the areas, identifies the least expensive, the most expensive, how extensive the service is that they have there, and it gives you pricing and maps and exact locations. It'll even talk you right to the gas station. That helps you a great deal because the stress that you have when you think I'm riding on fumes in the middle of nowhere 
is not worth it. Get the application gas, buddy. Check the prices of gas before you pull into the station and make sure you can get in and out when you do head there. One last thing, don't ignore small problems with your RV. Had a little weather stripping come out on one of my first RVs, a Class A Marilyn and I had. And that weather stripping, oh, it just popped out about a half inch. It'll be fine. Well, we arrived in Portland, Oregon with about eight feet of weather stripping dangling through the air behind the motorhome. It looked like idiots. So take care of those little problems when a little dab of glue or Gorilla Glue or maybe even silicone would have stopped it from being a problem. I had to take it in and have the whole insulation weather stripping replaced. And here's a tip that I'm getting calls on every week, emails or text messages. If you're moving slower than the speed of traffic, pull over and let the cars and everybody go by. Even if you're moving the speed of traffic and they're pressuring you wanting to go by, move over anyway. Show them the courtesy and that you have the knowledge to pull over and give them the courtesy to pass if they wish. That's what it's all about. You're out there wanting to have fun, not create stress and play road sheriff saying, I'm doing 55, they can stay behind me. No, just pull over. Let the, I'll let you fill in the blank there, go by you, whether they're speeders or in a hurry or maybe they're just more important than the rest of us. But don't let it wind you up and don't let it affect your weekend away. Eliminate those sinking feelings and the stress that come with not being ready and not sure in where you're going. Take care and get out there on the road and have some fun. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and the huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back, and you've heard all about the saltwater action and how great king salmon action is, lingcod action, rock cod, up and down the coast. It is busted loose, and it will continue to produce for quite some time, at least another month or so, as these fish come pouring in, and they'll start moving through the gate systems and on up into our rivers for some great action. The river salmon action opens up next weekend below the Red Bluff Diversion Dam, so it's about ready to start. And you know there's got to be some salmon that have been trickling through all the time. They're going to catch some fish. But it'll be better around uh, oh, August 1st when it opens up above Red Bluff Diversion Dam, too. And there's access to all that area for fish. And the fish will come pouring in later on in the season in big numbers based on what we're seeing already. Let's head up to a very prolific Salmon Lake, well, they're a little small up there. They're called kokanee salmon. Let's go to Bullard's Bar Reservoir, and let's hook up with Captain Justin Leonard of Outcast Guide Service, who's been fishing there since Thursday this week. Let's find out what the action's like. I kind of bet it's wide open, maybe even better than that. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. Tell us about it. What's going on at Bullard's? I hear the trolling motor working away. 
<laughs> yeah, it's hard to keep them off the hook. Oh, there's another one. So start reeling that. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's perfect. Start reeling. Uh, no, it, it's great fishing. We're having to fish, you know, deep as normal for this time of year, but it's been great fishing. We've had uh, three or four doubles already. Oh, oh almost another double. And uh, <laughs> it's just it's as good as it gets. Um, we're trying to stay away from the little guys, just staying up tight on shore and staying away from the little guys that way. But we're also having to fend off the birds. We're having some serious osprey issues. Well, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the ospreys are coming down here enjoying the feed also. Uh, Bullard's Bar is a prolific kokanee salmon fishery with a little bit smaller than <laughs> a normal fish. They're probably running what now? You got uh, 12 inches up there? Uh, 12 to 14 is okay. pretty much what we're seeing. That's we a... actually just lost it to an osprey. <laughs> That's a pretty good sight. Did he come down and take it right off the hook? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's terrible when they do that. I guess you're going to have to start it's backing cool. down on them, huh? There's another one. Yeah. No, it makes it more fun because that's more fish. There's another one. That's three fish action we've had, and we've been talking to Justin now for 91 seconds. So I'd say, yeah, the bite might be pretty decent up there. What are you pulling in front of their face, Justin? So I'm running some uh, RV tackle flashers, the purple um, and they love that thing. And then the Arctic Fox trolling flies and like that hot fluorescent pink and then the peak. And those have been just absolutely deadly. We can't, I mean, as you see, it's, it's just killers. They, uh, they can't leave it alone. It's just, it's as good as it gets. Are you putting scent on or are you using white corn or anything? Just a plain old piece of corn. So it's really tough action, and it's hard to keep them off the hook. Sounds to me like the spotted bass are not doing their job up there at Bullard's Bar right now. I think now, the Seth. spotted bass are probably larger than they were two years ago. I would have to think so. Justin, would yeah, you yes. go ahead? Hey, the other day we had a spotted bass, or a bass coming all the way up to the boat, just beating up Tokney that we had on, and we just think, but it was a nice bass. It's probably like a five six pound bass chasing after the scene, getting after it. Well, you know that lake's loaded with some monster spotted bass. There's no question about it. But more importantly, it's one of the lakes that the Department of Fish and Wildlife identified as an abundant lake where there'll be a lot of kokanee salmon in there. They'll be a little smaller than normal. And 12 to 14 inches is nothing to shake a stick at. Those are nice. But this offers the opportunity for catching good numbers of fish for family members, for kids. And it keeps it exciting. And obviously, they're having plenty of action out there this morning. Justin, uh, how many you got in the boat now, and uh, how many do you need to get today? Uh, we need 20, and I don't know. I can't see the bottom of the cooler, so we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> you can always tell when a captain's having a great day. When it's 642 in the morning and he's saying, we're getting there, he's going to have a nice nap this afternoon, no question about it. How long do you think this action's going to last for you up at Bullers? Is it something that goes on year-round pretty much nowadays? Yeah, pretty much. We will start losing these fish here middle of August. We'll start seeing them kind of turn over a little bit. And then later into September, we'll just uh, start chasing them up in the river while they go, get ready to go up there and go spawn. But realistically, once we hit September, it's just full-time salmon. And uh, we stop kind of fishing them here and start focusing more on the river salmon. But these guys, uh, no, it's going to stay good all the way through September. Well, that's why I mentioned the river salmon action right before I introduce you, that uh, next weekend it's going to be opening up below the Red Bluff Diversion Dam. Are you going to make the move and take chase some salmon? We're going to make it over there for a couple of days, but these kokanee got me so busy that I'll be over here most of the time. But, um, no, we're going to make the jump over there at least for the first few days and then see how it is and go from there. But if it's good or if there's actually worth targeting fish in July, 
then we will go do so. But right now, I'm not planning on starting over there until the second or the third week of August, actually. That's probably a good bet. Wait for those fish to come in and really keg up in those holes and then make your fishing a little bit easier. You'll look like a star when you pull into those holes. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And that's why he's fishing Bullage Bar, because people think he's got his hands in the water. He knows every time they're going to bite. He knows exactly where they are. He doesn't tell them they're everywhere. (laughs) It's an absolutely spectacular fishery, folks. If you have the opportunity, you want to get your kids out, get your family out, enjoy a break in the weather in one of the most beautiful, clear water lakes around, get up to Bullard's Bar. You won't believe it. If you've never been there, oh, you the won't eagles, be disappointed. Man, their eagles are just breathtaking up there. They're osprey so cool. everywhere. Osprey, they the like, bald eagles are around. And you get osprey and eagle at Berryessa, too. I guess wherever there's kokanee. Apparently. Apparently it works. Justin, give them all the hookup information they need. They got to get over to Bullard's and enjoy this fast action. I can't believe you haven't hooked a fish. They must have all the lines out of the water right now. Uh, we we were going to sneak one more down there, and he's actually reeling up another one right now. But we, yeah, we don't have any more rods in the water. Uh, well, it sounds like you're going to have a great fun day. I hope your clients do too. Give them the hookup phone number and everything that they need because they got to get on board with you. Absolutely, five two zero two seven six eight seven zero. And then Facebook is great, Outcast Guide Service, and that's got phone number and all the good stuff, um, emails, current reports, daily photos, and all the fun stuff. But Facebook's great, and then it's got every contact information and everything we need. Oh, and we got it. Oh, that one got away. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service, 530-277-6870. You better let him go. You're slowing down his Go fishing. take care of your clients. <laughs> Get rid of that guy on the phone. Have a great day out there, Justin. Hey guys, thank you. All right, what a busy man! On yeah, that sounded like it was. That had to be like he needed a deckhand. Sounded like five fish action in five minutes. Five minutes, yeah, about a fish a minute. That's pretty good fishing. That's uh, if you go out for four hours. That's two hundred and forty fish. Yeah, that's a lot that's of coke. A whole eat. lot of cokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's well. a whole lot of filleting. Come to think of it, you know, it's just cool because I know that uh, I, you know, on my side of the gate, Seth, I know that all those cokeny and and party in in Bullard's, all those, it's just it's just helping. Absolutely. Yeah. And a, what's that? What's that? He, Alan's jingle. That, Let's play Alan's is that jingle. What we call it jingle jingle. Fishing is fun, but hooking is the only way. And that just means one thing. The man himself, the rod father, joins us live, Mr. Alan Fong. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you guys doing? We're doing great. What's going on with Alan Fong Outdoors? I was watching YouTube last night, or a couple days ago. I sent you that note about, looks like a couple of big blues there, my friend. I don't know what they were, but they're they're a big perch. You know, I was uh, up at Berryessa. You know, because I was up throwing the week before, and I kept seeing all the the bait fish up on top, and you know, big arcs in there. So we went to see if they were bass. You know, obviously I didn't catch any. Uh, those ones that are up on top, there's just so much bait up on the surface there. So I started spooning, and that's what I caught those perch on spooning. Do you know what they? Were? They look like a pale bluegill, just a. a I don't, I, you know, I don't know what they were. They're, you know, there's something in the perch family. You know, they had the dot on the side, but they're a different color. Yeah, they were very, very light. Purple. Yeah, one was light, one was purple, and they're huge. And, you know, the thing is, I could see them on my live, so I picked up a drop shot, 
and they were in like 25 feet of water, threw it out, and I see the stinker and the little worm go down. I could see the fish swim over it and look at it. That's you know, cheating. They, That's cheating, Alan. <laughs> no, it's not. It's called catching. It's, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go back up there, and I'm going to do a video on perch fishing, you know, but I'm going to use um, grubs and, uh, you know, real grubs and just take my grandson up there and do a little video on it. They're big. I mean, these are some big perch. Yes, they were very impressive. What do you think they weighed? Uh, I don't know. Probably maybe three quarters to a pound. That's exactly what I was going to guess. And that means <laughs> you'll probably find a pounder bigger down there, too. Well, Alan, yeah. Barry S. is one of those lakes. We're all wondering what's going on. But it looks like things are picking up out there. I know your buddies picked up some stuff out there last week, and you guys were doing pretty good. But uh, it really hasn't turned on, and I've been seeing Troy Barr has been fishing up at Whiskey Town a lot lately. But uh, the king salmon action is starting to get going at Berryessa, which is surprising. And it, you know, confusing because that water seventy seven degrees on the top. You know, and it's all that baits up there. You know, you think you the kings, but I think the water temperature is too warm. You know, maybe at night. I don't know if you could fish at night for them. <laughs> I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can at Berryessa. You know, the interesting thing about Berryessa and the warm temperatures is every week I get a report. And where they test the warmest water on the lake, I don't know. But the warmest water that they found on the surface was 89 degrees in that lake this week. And the coldest coldest that they found was 52 degrees. So that means from top to bottom, there's a huge differential right now. And I don't think the thermocline has really developed well. Nope. And, you know, the thing is, if you could find that cooler water, you could probably catch it. If you could find the, there's got to be some big schools of fish around there. And, you know, that just as you're coming out, just as you come out of the narrows, there has to be a lot of fish right out there in the middle over that deep water. Yeah. You know, where skiers on the front of there. Right. It's so loaded out there. It's crazy. And that's where a friend of mine has been trolling and he's been catching in anywhere from eight to 10 cokes. And there's nobody out there. When I was out there the other day in the basketball, I saw one one of my customers out there at the ramp, and he was trolling right there, right as you hit the main lake. I haven't heard how many he caught, but you know he he was the only guy trolling. Well, when you're the only guy trolling out there, and Troy Barr is fishing Whiskey Town, I think that uh, it might be a good time to start getting on Berryessa and really figuring this out because it has to develop. A lot of this could be the fact that the water has been flowing pretty good through Berryessa. The uh, up some of the flows that are coming out of there right now. So there's a lot of water moving out of that lake, and that could hamper the development of the thermocline. But man, it's it's not down that far. It's down 39 feet total, and they call that about a 60% uh, full reservoir. But uh, I've seen that lake down 100 feet, so it looks pretty damn full to me out there. But yeah, it's dropping though. A tremendous fishery that we have there with all these great fish, and it's just not lighting up like it should. It's going to. These fish have to eat. So I would have a feeling that the the thermocline will develop as soon as things start slowing down. We hold back a little water. But let's just keep our fingers crossed because it should be one of the best fishing lakes that we have in Northern California. What else are you? Nope. (laughs) 
Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, there's, there's always Clear Lake. <laughs> it hates me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kent just doesn't. He has this uh, affliction about. We going don't like there. each other. <laughs> if I had my boat, I'd be there today. No question about it. Alan, what are you hearing in other places? What else is going on? I know New Maloney's coconut action is popping. Yeah, blowing well, Stampede is still off the hook. I mean, you know, customers are saying it's so easy there. And my cousin lives there, and she takes a kayak, and she's been living out not even an hour. It's And the fish are getting bigger, and they will get bigger. You know, they'll probably grow a half to an inch a month. So, you know, it's, I think the reason Troy is heading up to the other lakes is he don't want to take clients and he's so busy so he has to get up to where you know he knows he could catch them absolutely there's no point in taking them out here let's go fishing let's go hooking up here at this lake let's drive another hour and really get some great we fishing. better have t-roy on in the next week or so just to track him down see Ex- what he's doing exactly i tried to get him this week but we only have two hours for california sportsman with yeah. salmon and with deer season opening and everything else going on it's crazy alan uh one of these weeks we're going to have to talk about on the air um about your uh the guns that you shoot, the air His guns, air guns. His, your air guns, because yeah. people aren't even informed about what's out there right now because California doesn't really advertise a lot of gun situations and a lot of this newer stuff. It is an amazing toy that he has, very expensive, but they make these air rifles now, and you could call them a big pellet gun if you wanted to. It'll shoot forty five caliber rounds. So it's... Oh, yeah. You know, they make these PCPs now that you could buy these ones that shoot slugs. So the slugs look the same like the slug on a real bullet. You know, it's their hollow point. They expand. And these things will kill deer. A lot of states like in Texas and Arkansas and stuff, you could shoot deer with these guns. They shoot elk with them. They are so badass. And then, like the one I'm shooting, it's a thirty caliber. These guys are telling me I could kill deer 200 yards with it. And I could hit a rabbit at 150 easy. Yeah, and it's simply a pellet, no firearm whatsoever, no explosive. No- <laughs> and, and you can on the, on the air guns, you can even use silencers. Yes, you can. So they're so it's they're, a. I kind of you came in here. I shoot at my backyard. You came in here. I I don't want to hear that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I no, hope you, you have no, a you huge, I hope you have a backyard the size of a football field. <laughs> You know, these things, you got to make a bat stop. They tell you to watch watch what you're shooting, you know, because it's illegal to shoot a pellet gun in your backyard. Yeah. These things at 100 yards will go through a three-quarter inch plywood. Yeah. That's why we got to talk about this, because this is a great alternative to fishing, to fishing, to using lead, to using all kinds of stuff. Do they have non-lead products available, too? They do, but it since it's air-driven, there's no law. You could shoot air, you know lead out of these guns we probably, and in california we go to shoot turkeys and i could kill a turkey at 150 yards no problem oh yeah and you can that with a shotgun <laughs> yeah shot i think it's your so pellet bad. gun probably does a better job than a shotgun could do to be honest with you oh, it, it drops them they just drop well folks we're going to talk about those in detail we'll get alan to uh send us a couple photos we'll post them ahead of time so you can see exactly what we're talking about where would you be going fishing alan if you were heading out today uh, probably Bodega Bay, salmon fishing. Yeah, it doesn't get any better than they got going up there. I got some pictures from Merlin Kolb uh, last night late, and we'll be talking to Mike Ogney. He'll tell us everything going on up there on The Real Magic. But you're right, big fish time, Bodega Bay. Yeah. I'll Our- be doing a video there Monday. 
Oh, you're going to duke the whole thing, huh? Who are you going fishing with? You going out on your own? No, I'm going to go with uh, my one of my employees. Excellent. Uh, well, going to be. Uh, I'm going to try uh, mooching too. So we'll see. All right, Alan Fong with Alan Fong Outdoors. Be sure to check out his YouTube channel and subscribe to it. And remember, when you click on subscribe, it's free. And it's going to pop up for you every single week, just like it does on my computer, so you can see his his fishing report once a week and his fishing trip once a week where he shares tackle techniques and everything you need to know. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. We all look forward to it. Anything else you want to tell them about the uh, YouTube channel? Yeah, you know, it's going along real good. And um, this Monday, I think we're putting together the halibut, and you should watch it because there's a every time we see the hook a monster, the camera shuts off. But I think we got enough footage. We're going to show some interesting things that happened to me. <laughs> Outstanding. We'll look forward to it. Alan Fong with Alan Fong Outdoors. Thanks for hooking up. We'll talk to you again soon. Uh, All right, yeah. bud. Take care. Quick break right now. We come back. Mike Ogney is going to be the fastest talker in the West right after this quick break. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.BucksOutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's, There's a, a new, new ghost, ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens.
opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle. 916-692-8520. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Go. Hey, good morning, guys. It's a <laughs> foggy, soupy morning out here in uh, in Bodega Bay. I got uh, I got drafted today, Sup. Uh, Merlin called me up and uh, let me know I was going to be decking for him today. But it's a beautiful morning. There's already fish being caught, some radio chatter going down. It's on. These, these fish are moving every day, though. Guys started this morning, and they've already moved uh, several miles up the uh, the uh, hill. So we're just we're chasing after these suckers every day. But yesterday, Merlin had uh, limits up to 15, 20 pounds in, uh, in, in less than an hour. So yeah, it's been I, excellent fishing. He sent me the photos. It's, it's from last, on. He sent me the photos last night. They're extremely impressive. Nice grade of fish as well as smiling customers holding up limits. That's exactly what everybody wants to see. Your waters are really turning into prolific fishery right now with all that bait and everything coming in, aren't they? Exactly. And I just want to say, you know, thank you so much to the efforts of the uh, Golden State Salmon Association and the Department of Fish and Wildlife for getting this year's fish truck down. This means in a couple of years, Seth, we're going to be seeing more of this in, in, the, in the future. And it's imperative uh, during this drought to, Keep this fishery going, and, and it's incredible. This is literally the best season that I have seen since 1988. And that's exactly what James Smith told us a few minutes ago. It is big. It is going to be a phenomenal year out there in the ocean. I'm just hoping all these fish are going to be able to find their way up their creeks. Were they all imprinted? I know you were They're, they're going to find their way up there just fine. They're, they're developing their eggs and their milk now, and they're going to need to go and dump that and uh, – Guys are going to have a fantastic uh, fall here coming up. So get your get your reservations now for the coast, now through September. But come late September, you're going to want to be jumping on those guide boats up in the valley. So lots of action to uh, come in here and a lot more smiles. Well, folks, you need to climb on board the Real Magic with, obviously, deckhand Mike Ogney today and Captain Merlin Cole. Give them all the hookup information they need real quick, Mike. Real simple. We've still got a few spots open in uh, in July. More in August, and the number is 707-875-BOAT. All right. You guys have a great day on the water out there. My best to Captain Kolb, and we'll talk to you guys again next week. Thanks, guys. Let's get the hell out of here. Take care of business. Save me. I want to be on time, and I'm running over. We'll be right back after this quick break. You know how it works. There's a whole nother bunch of show coming your way. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next.
Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point opens for our 29th season Saturday, October 22nd. Bird cards are currently available for purchase throughout the season. However, if you purchase your bird card prior to August 1st, you'll get 10% early bird bonus added to whatever you buy. So if you buy 20 pheasants, you'll get 22. If you purchase 40 chucker, you'll get 44 and so on. You don't need to plan out your entire season when you buy your bird card. You can always add any number of birds to your card throughout the season. Quail Point will be open Wednesdays through Sundays from 8 to 3, starting October 22nd through the end of March. Until then, we're shooting Sporting Glaze Thursdays through Sundays from 8 to 3. Call us with any questions at 530-735-6217 or check us out at quailpoint.com. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back, and we've got lots of show coming up in this hour for you. We're going to kick it off in just a second with Captain James Netzel, live on the water, Stampede Reservoir. I'm not sure what WFO means, but apparently it's a good bite going on up there right now. Then we're going to take you to Eagle Lake, live on the water there, too, with Robert Muller with North State Guide Service. Apparently, it is wide open there, too. And Steve Carson's back from a long-range trip. I don't know what he's going to talk about, but I know he'll fill that time that we owe a lot to him. And Marissa Melanda, Miranda from the Department of Boating and Waterways talks with us about the Life Jacket Wear It program and the boating cards that are out there. So important for us to be safe when we're out on the water. We'll talk more about that later on. And, of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, hooks up with us with all kinds of Northern California freshwater opportunities coming your way. Let's waste no time right now. Let's go to Stampede Reservoir. Let's climb on board with Tight Lines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel and check in on the action up there today. Good morning, Captain. Are you with me, Captain? I got you kind of. Try it again. Okay, well, that's not working out. We'll have to work on another connection for James. 
up at uh, Stampede Reservoir. We'll get on that right now. I'm sure. He'll troll over to the spot he knows works. Yeah, exactly. Or he'll grab that uh, satellite phone and try us on that one right now. But, and then complain that it's $5 a minute. But because I have an ace in the hole right now, let's go live to Eagle Lake right now. And let's climb on board with North State Guide Service. Captain Robert, Robert Muller joins us right now. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Tell us about it. What's going on up there? I hear there's not much traffic and there's plenty of fish. Uh, there was only four trucks and trailers on Saturday morning or Friday morning when I was down there. So that is just a hair quiet then right now. Yep. And, but the fish is wide open. I saw the limits of fish that you were holding with your clients out there. My goodness. Tell our listeners what's going on. Where are you fishing? How deep are they? What are you using? The, the fish I've been catching are up real, real shallow. They're in two to three foot of water and don't know why they're up that shallow with it being warm, but. They're all full of shrimp, and I really don't care. They're biting good. <laughs> well, the action for these fish, one thing or another, is going to get them up. There's no doubt about it. They're going to come up to feed every day. Are you seeing any fish hanging down in a thermocline yet, or is it still cool? too cool down there? Uh, still no thermocline, but yesterday I did a two-boat party and had a friend of mine, Brandon Bishop, help me, and he did really good. He had all his fish by 9 o'clock, and my guys kind of struggled. They had lost quite a few fish around 15 fish so i pulled out a little bit deeper and put the downriggers down and we limited out within 15 minutes with the downriggers fishing 15 to 18 feet of water so there's fish all through the water column we got a lot of fish this year probably most fish we've had in the lake in 20 years the numbers that is fantastic well you get low pressure on a lake for a while those fish all just kick back relax and they just work on feeding they aren't Wondering what all these boats are doing on the water. They're just loading up and growing. Best colors. What seems to be the best offering you're laying out in front of them? So for the flies, orange. And then one they call the all-around best, which is yellow and orange. And then the olive greens. And then on the spoons, anything that is orange with a gold back or with a copper back has been the best. So you don't need a whole lot of bright flash in the water. You want a lot of vibration and just a little bit there to draw their attention to it. Yeah, which Eagle Lake's always an orange color for some reason since we've had the drought years, you know, with the water being the four and five, six-foot clarity. You know, we don't have a lot of 10 to 15-foot water clarity like we used to have for some reason. I don't know if it's all the winds we're getting. Well, a lot of, the lot of that. Against the banks. Yeah, with the lake at a little bit lower, it's probably just stirring up a lot of the stuff along the shoreline right now. I heard that the launch ramp was extended almost 15, 20 feet. Yeah, I wish. Well, I, I, <laughs> it might be here pretty quick. I just I got extended with some rocks. I just got a notice in the mail that said it was being extended. Now I don't know if they did it or planning on doing it or whatever, but uh, by you the know, by the end of I August, of, I hear it's going to get a little tough near the end of August. You know, I I'm so busy with work and then guiding. I don't get a chance to sit around and talk to people with force service like some other people do, but. They've been talking about extending it for the last six months, and I really wish they would, but I'm not getting my hopes up. But like I told Tim Noxon and a few other guides up here, we're, I'm going to make it work. If I have to go down there with a pair of waders and put flat rocks at the end of the paper, or the apron, I will. Well, I know you know. I know, I, apron. I know you know how to drive a tractor. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave but, it at that. Well, even if i got to put them in by hand, I'll do it. I mean, i got people booked until the 1st of December, so we got to make it work. Hey, folks, Eagle Lake is a trophy rainbow trout fishery. 
If you've never caught a trout other than a planter, you need to find out what catching a real trout is all about. And that you can be guaranteed a fish in the two and a half to seven pound range up there. But most of the fish will be running in the two and a half to about four pound range on the average. That's a pretty good size fish. But there are fish in there. What's the biggest you've ever seen, Robert? Uh, me personally, I got one that was seven pounds, nine ounces, but I've seen fish up to nine pounds and I've heard fish up to 12 pounds. Yeah. I've seen eight, six. I've got a seven, 12. Maryland's got a six, eight or something right around there. And I know that Michael Fong many years ago, like 25, 30 years ago, caught one fly fishing that was right at 10 pounds up there. I didn't see it, but I know Michael Fong is an honest man and a fly fisherman uh, par excellent. I mean, the guy is phenomenal. Well, this action is going to stay good for quite some time, isn't it? But I'm going to ask you a question about shoreline, guys. We always talk about our trolling abilities, and we can go all over the lake and fish. But are there guys fishing from shore now, too, even though there's light pressure on the lake? Are you seeing shoreliners out there? The last three or four trips, I haven't seen anybody. And this morning, I'm actually sitting in the front of my house because we're going to go fly fishing, and we're going to be fly fishing within casting distance of the bank. So if you're on shore right there, you could be catching them. That's exactly my (laughs) point. You know and I know these fish come into the shallows early in the morning, and they work it to death looking for bugs, grubs, whatever they want snails, leeches, anything they can get their hands on or lips on, for that matter. And the bait fishermen around that lake, the guys that bobber fish, which I used to do too up there 30, 40 years ago, have great success. And it's been my experience when you're fishing bait out on the water, whether it's under a bobber or just letting it slowly drift and go down, you can catch some pretty good-sized fish. And usually you'll catch a little bit bigger fish. Has that been your experience too? Yeah, you know, Seth, over the years, the, the the bait fishing with the sliding bobbers have usually yielded the biggest fish in the lake. I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. They were talking to me in the well, other I, side. I said usually over the years here, historically, the guys fishing the sliding bobbers have caught bigger, the biggest fish. Yeah, the, the guys that are also using the little strike indicators that are nothing but bobbers using the little dinky flies along the shoreline. I'm sure you'll be doing some of that technique today, won't you? Yep, so I got a day off today, and my dad's kind of got into the fly fishing. He he went out with a couple friends, and he pretty enjoyed it. So I'm going to take him, and Brandon Bishop's never done it, so I'm going to take him as well. But uh, <laughs> right now, the biggest fish are being caught on the nymph fishing. You guys are going to have a spectacular day up there. Cool thing about it, folks, is there's plenty of places to stay. You can stay down in Susanville. It's about a 25-mile run out to the lake from there. Or you can stay right at the lake. David Leroy at Heritage Land Company there has cabin rentals from one bedroom all the way up to four bedroom homes that will accommodate entire groups. The Eagle Lake RV Park is open down there. The Eagle Lake store right at the RV Park is open. All the facilities that you need right there. But you've got to launch down at the south end if you're launching. So there's plenty of cabin available. There's RV parks. There's restaurants. There's food. There's gas. Everything you need to have a great day up there. One of the things that will make even a better day is to go out with a guide like Robert Muller with North State Guide Service. Go out, have a great time up at Eagle Lake, and catch a bunch of fish. You'll have memories forever. Robert, give them all the info they need to hook up and to book a trip with you. Um, They can find me on Facebook at North State Guide Service, or uh, the phone number is 530-260-7516. All right, guy, you have a great day. Enjoy the fishing with your dad and catch a bunch of fish and be sure to let a bunch go, too. Thanks, Chip. Have a great day. Thank you, Robert. We appreciate you joining us and sharing with our listeners. 
You know, I want to thank Netzel for trying to get in. He's been trying to get through. Just cell phone coverage is not working up there. Tight Lines Guide Service, Stampede Reservoir. Action is wide open at Stampede. You heard them catching them at Bullard's Bar. It's that fast at Stampede, and they're bigger at Stampede. If you have the opportunity, get up there right away. Stampede is on fire. There's plenty of fish there. And those of you that are thinking about, well, I won't go there. I'll go to Boca. Don't worry about Boca. The fish are small, and they aren't near as many in there, and they aren't as active. Stampede's cooking. There's no doubt about it. Mr. Brown, it's about time for a gun owner's thing, isn't it? I think it is. That, uh, after the – why does Sam Paratus – <laughs> He's a nice guy. Momentous decision. He throws words out like we're not reading it at 7 in the morning on a Saturday. Well, let's just talk through it. After they had all the After big the momentous decision by the Supreme Court making California a shall-issue state on CCWs, the court also sent four other cases back to the lower courts for rehearing using the new directions as to how they have to handle well, what, Second Amendment cases. So, uh, Sammy, whole, I whole, can do live reads. The whole deal me, here is the state of California released the names of everyone that owns guns right. and your address and information yeah. in California Con- and posted weapon. it. Concealed weapons. And hunting items. Oh, nice. Everybody that owned guns. It isn't just concealed. So this is kind of a real mistake they're admitting it, but I wonder what they can do about it. Yeah, we'll have to see. Let's just go to the winner, Sep. Winner number 28 of the 2022 Gun Owners of California. 52 guns in 52 weeks. Raffle ticket number 435, Scott Jones of Colfax, California. Scott, you've got a Benelli Nova Pump Action Shotgun Max nice 5 camo in 12-gauge. Great waterfowl gun. They're going to be sending you down to do all the proper paperwork. 2022 Gun Owners of California's 47th year of fighting for your gun rights and Sam Paratus's 35th year of writing press releases that even the most long-term radio guy can't read. You think you'd know Sam Paratus. I you? love Sam Paratus. He's <laughs> one of my dearest friends, but uh night Sammy, I'm going to have you come on live and start reading these if you keep writing <laughs> momentous press releases. Yeah, well, it was momentous. There's no doubt it about that. It absolutely was. Sorry, I'll get off my soapbox. But congratulations to uh, Scott Jones. And the lucky winner. Yeah. You guys know how it works. They sell tickets. They do the drawing. They don't, We announce the lucky winner over yes, the air. Yes, we do. And I want to uh, thank Not Sometimes better than we did this week. Yeah, well, that happens sometimes when the text gets a little messed <laughs> up on the forum, apparently. All right, let's take a quick break right now. Remember, we're on a hunting and fishing show. That's right. Slap myself around for a minute. When we come back, Senior Tuna's back from fishing. He's got some stories to tell us, and I don't even know what they are. Right after this quick break. Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout kokanee or landlocked salmon or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro ski skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta 
waterways. Oh, got one. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassles. Go with Tightlines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury Outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury Outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury Outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and saltwater pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Vision Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, our own senior tuna, the director of Penn Fishing Universities, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Sap. And I want to say before we get into it, because I don't want to miss it and forget, ordinarily the San Diego long-range boats issue their schedules for the following year, usually in September. But the the public clamor has been so great for people that they, most of the people that got aced out for this year, because this year is totally sold out, uh, you know, they want to book now for 2023. A lot of the boats, so check your favorite boats website, have already put up their schedules for 2023, and you better get your deposit in, or you're going to be looking at 2024. Don't they kind of make sure they get the people from the year before, before they post it up for the general public, or do they well, care well, anymore? The, well, yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, basically, you step off the boat, and I just got off the Shogun, and, and the lovely Jennifer, who's the office manager, was standing right there with her little clipboard. And uh, before you even picked up your fish, before you put your rods back in the car, you went over, you saw Jen, you gave her your deposit if you wanted to go <laughs> next year. Yeah. That's the way it's done, so you make sure you have a spot one year in it, advance. 
Exactly. And, and I was going to ask Kent Brown, um, you know, I keep seeing this car, this big truck parked in the landing <laughs> parking lot. I, I don't see him, but I see Ish Monroe's truck. So either he's always out fishing or his truck's not running. He was, no, he was on a, he was on a boat, I think last week. I don't remember which boat he said he was on, but he was definitely <laughs> on one of them. You can't miss the truck, even in a parking lot full of big trucks. It's there, and and I'm sure James Smith has probably been in there somewhere too, as busy as he's been. Yeah. And uh, but what 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 we've we've experienced here is is kind of normal. Um, as kind of the end of June arrived, the the bluefin tuna kept moving north, and uh, I, I I would not be surprised if the guys fishing out of Monterey or even Fort Bragg start to see a few of those big dogs. I hope they're ready because their salmon gear is not going to cut it. For that matter, their surgery gear is not going to cut it. You need tuna gear for tuna. Uh, there is no substitute. Um, but um, So now we're seeing a little bit more of what we call the summer mix, which is yellowfin tuna, not to be confused with yellowtail, which is a different species, yellowtail or not tuna. Um, but so we're seeing some nice yellowfin tuna. They're not as big as the bluefin. And any and just any angler will be happy to hear that that yellowfin are also not as smart as bluefin. I like so, I like yellowfin tuna. That's one of my favorites. Exactly, and uh, uh, even though it's it's only uh, you know mid July, we're already seeing pretty good numbers of dorado, which ordinarily you don't really see them till kind of the end of summer when the water's really warmed up. In fact, uh, and this is normal, somebody somebody reported yesterday just a giant school of Dorado, just a huge one that 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 didn't want to bite. So that's indicative of migratory fish that have just arrived. So in the next couple of days, I think you're going to see, you know, the numbers that were already pretty good going up from there. And who knows what the bluefin are going to do. Typically, they kind of go up. They go as far north as they want to go. They they eat everything they see, and then they turn back around. And so a lot of times uh, we'll have those bigger bluefin, you know, the 100 to 300-pounders, maybe even a 350-pounder. Um, those guys will a lot of times show back up around the end of September uh, as they head back down the coast. And the warm water species, the Dorado, the yellowfin, they hang around as long as the water's warm, however long that is in any given year. So it's been pretty incredible fishing um, you know, uh, I hate to say it, with COVID popping up, uh, there are some openings that open up last minute on a lot of boats. So if you kind of keep your eye on um, the online schedule of your favorite boat, sometimes you can sneak in there from some poor guy that's stuck in the house with uh, with COVID. And uh, so you can get out. It's not like you have zero chances. But if you're if you're doing your long term planning, get online now. Get your calendar for 2023 out. Figure out when you can go. Send them your money. Hey, Steve, what was your uh, target species on the Shogun trip? On our trip, well, you know, we had we had the tale of two cities. The first four days were absolutely perfect weather, so perfect it's, it's hard to describe. And basically fish, mostly yellowtail, some grouper that wanted to bite anything you wanted to throw. So it was perfect for field testing in the lead-up to ICAST. I got photos with every lure, every reel, every rod. Uh, you know, it's pretty much you know, an angler's dream. You can't really describe how good it was. The second four days, the weather was not good. 
and we were chasing around those bluefin tuna that, that were getting ready to migrate out of the area. They mostly didn't want to bite. We just caught, a, 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 you know, a less than a dozen of those. Uh, so, you know, it's the way it works sometimes. That's why they call it fishing. And we literally, by one day, missed the arrival of the migrating yellowfin tuna. So that's why they call it fishing. That's why you're booked for next year already also. Exactly. Steve, you mentioned ICAST. That's coming up, starts uh, this coming week. In Orlando, like Florida. Following week. Following week. That or I'm really messed up at the airport. Well, whatever the damn thing is, I'm not going this year, and you probably are. And are you going to be available to us Saturday morning? Uh, I I am not going to be available Saturday morning because I'm going to be messed up in the airport. But we'll we'll try to figure out some way to do something, pre-record something. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. All right. Well, not only the following week. Well, let's talk about it. We got plenty of time to make that arrangement, don't we? Exactly. Steve Carson. The following, the following week, I'm going to be on board the Vagabond, so we'll have to we'll have to figure something out. And that's what Bo Ish has been on. Well, see, uh, you know, uh, great minds think alike. There you have it. It works. <laughs> Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, the director of Penn Fishing University, is getting you up to speed on what you need to do if you want to be a long-range angler. Steve, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, Seth. See you Steve Carson, uh, just a great guy, source of nonstop information. He's, he is. He's going to be he, – he won't have that much energy after ICAST, though. No, he'll be burned out after ICAST, yeah. and then he's got three days off before he has to get on the next boat. Get on the Vagabond. Because go he's going to be gone after that one. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to do a pre-record from back there. Uh, well, you know, we might have to track down Maryland, some of our friends. Maryland just gave me the new um, fishing – what was that magazine, Maryland? In not – what is it? Pass it on. Tack, tackle trade news. Tackle That's what it is. News. Tackle trade news. Fish and tackle trade news. Just the spread that pure fishing has taken to oh, yeah. ICAST is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I mean, they own most of the companies in outdoor sports already, mm-hmm. but there is an entire spread in this thing. And I'm sorry you guys can't go see this. It is itemized. All the new things by every one of the companies that's coming out. Folks, the fishing industry is on the verge of exploding into. Well, it's, it's companies like Penn and Abu Garcia and Berkeley and Fenwick and you know I mean they just ugly they stick and it, Fenwick. I mean, it goes on and on and on. There are so many big companies that they run, and they do it well. So this is your opportunity, folks, to uh, get out there, get involved, and we're going to be having a couple of contests with our friends from Pure Fishing here pretty soon too. Oh, yeah. We got to give some stuff away. I bet you have some things in your garage, too, that it's time we got rid of. Now you want to tap into my garage for your giveaways. Well, it's my corporate RV. I see. I haven't used the corporate RV. We need to take a break. That's the plan. That is the plan. I see it coming. (laughs) Hey, this is our favorite guest, at least one of them. Well, she came from a small family when we first knew her. Now she's from a large family. She was telling me she was children. She was picking up after four kids, and uh, I didn't think she had I think four, she only has two. But she does but have a okay. husband and a dog, too. Yeah. Joining us right now from the Department of Boating and Waterways, our good friend Melissa Miranda joins us, who has been a good friend and guest on this show for about 15 years or longer. Good morning, hey, Melissa. don't date me. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> and it's I'm coming up on my 14-year anniversary. 14 years. Oh, my goodness. 14 years we've been friends. Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) My goodness. It doesn't seem that long unless you're old like me. 
Melissa, the uh, Wear It California program that we started with you many, many years ago is something that was near and dear to mine and Kent's. It's so weird. We didn't talk about this, and I did a whole big deal on Ultimate Bass this morning about it. And just, you know. There there are too many people drowning out there. There are too many people Mm -hmm. making bad decisions out there that cause a lot of grief and just terrible things to go on. Yeah. You know, I I tell the story every year that uh, I see guys out in five foot chop in a twelve foot Valco. Mm-hmm. They all are my size, and none of them have a life jacket on. And I, I can't imagine them being out in the ocean chasing salmon. No, it would be. I wouldn't even do it if I was the only guy in the boat. It it just isn't okay. done. We have to think smart. We have to think that something might happen, and we have to be prepared for it. Melissa, I know that uh, drownings are one of the worst things that all of us like to hear about or talk about. But the Department of Boating and Waterways does so much to help prevent those drownings. Tell them what they do with just the life jacket programs and the facilities that they load up with life jackets where people launch. Right. So like like you were saying, I mean, just life jackets are the easiest thing that you can do. Um, <laughs> wear a life jacket and it can help save your life. We give out you know, about 6,000 life jackets a year uh, statewide. We have loan stations throughout the state, uh, not just at state parks. We have them. Um, there are fire stations. There's uh, marinas. We partner with anyone that comes to us that says, hey, we have the capability of having a life jacket loan station. And uh, we outfit them with life jackets and signage, and we put their information up on our website. So if you go to BoatCalifornia.com, that's pretty much the easiest way you can get there. You can find any of those uh, life jacket loan stations. You can also download the Boat CA app, and there's a facility locator on there, and that'll show you all of the life jacket loan stations. So never be without a life jacket. There's no reason not to, because when you're driving someplace, you're obviously going to be passing a couple of places that have them out there. Get them. They'll loan them to you on the spot. Do you even have to return them in some cases? Well, I always say they probably need it more than I did if they don't return them. But that's a good. You know, there's some of those. <laughs> good, very good point. Well, yeah, and you know, there's, there's some. I was going to say there's some standalone loaner boards, so you probably see those maybe out at the river. Um, you know, so it's on the good faith effort. But so hopefully you can return it so somebody else can enjoy some time on the water as or well. Or someone else can have some safety out there on water. Kent well, and I have lost know, friends. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We, we are, but we both got involved over separate. I mean, obviously you were a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, the one deciding factor that got me involved, uh, you know, when we started doing things with Melissa and the Wear It California campaign, two things, Gary Dobbins being thrown out of his boat, yeah. uh, not wearing a life jacket. Uh, and the other was when we lost Kyle Clement, the San Joaquin River. Yeah. Uh, and it, you know, it's pretty hard. And I explained this to one of the high school kids when I, chewed a better portion of his butt off last week for posting a video, not running a, not wearing a life jacket. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, it was, that was the deal. You know, I ran down the San Joaquin river in an FLW tournament while the search boats were looking for a kid that I watched grow up. And yeah. that was, I was done, man. I was like, well, I'm in. As you know, I lost a family member and what nobody else knows is I jumped into the Delta catching some kids that, and brought them back to shore that didn't know how fast the currents really move they out really there. really go out there. They were yeah. from San Francisco. They ran down to the beach, went about three feet out into the water and went right off the drop offs. Yeah. And yeah. three children below 10 years old just drifting away, bobbing underwater. Yeah. 
But so. those are the kinds of things that happen when you don't expect things to happen. And no kid should be approaching the water in the Delta without a flotation device, period. It, Absolutely. Well, the, the law is under 13. So if you're out on a boat, uh, they should have a life jacket under 13. But then you want to be a good role model because I wouldn't want, you know, when my kids grow up to be 13, I don't want them saying, oh, I don't need to wear a life jacket now. Like, so model wearing a life jacket and y'all will be safe. Yeah, you're kind of like me. Don't get caught in the water without a life jacket on. Somebody's going to take a picture of you and grind it into you. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> well, and nobody nobody expects to unintentionally end up in the water, right? Like, nobody expects accidents to happen. And, oh, it won't happen to me, but until it does, you know, unfortunately. And the best way you can be prepared is to be wearing a life jacket. Wear a life jacket and avoid tragic situations, no doubt about it. Well, one of the ways that the life jacket program is also instituted and pushed is through boating safety and awareness. And one of the most important things that people need to be paying attention to now is their age and the need for a boating card, isn't there? That's right. Okay, so we have our California Boater Card Program, and it's an education program. So um, this year, it's 45 and younger that's required to have a California Boater Card if you're operating a motorized vessel. And next year, it'll go up to 50. By 2025, anyone that's operating a motorized vessel will be required to have the California Boater Card. Hey, now, Kim, why we, do you need we got three more years, <laughs> Everybody needs one. Right. Well, and, and it's, it's good. It's getting the other boater educated. You might be a lifelong boater. You might have all the boating knowledge, but you also might learn something too. I get told that all the time. Hey, you know, I was reluctant to take a boating safety course. I took a course and I learned some new things or maybe refreshed my memory on something I wasn't, you know, I was rusty on. So it's, uh, you know, not just for novice boaters and, um, we're getting the other boater educated, and uh, it's a $10 lifetime card. So we get told this, too, um, you know, well, I paid $50 for mine. And I'm like, well, so they're free course options. So the thing is you have to take a boating safety course. So the card is the proof that you've taken a safe boating course. And we have a whole bunch of different options. There's classroom options, which kind of stopped at COVID, and they were doing online and I'm not sure if those have resumed yet. So those are, you'll have to check out on the website. But um, there's online versions, uh, some really great interactive courses, and then there's some free options too. So you don't have to spend money on the actual course. It's just the $10 lifetime card. There you have it, folks. Yeah. A good way to stay safe. Make sure you have your boating card. Make sure you get reminded of all the things that are involved in boating safety throughout California and wear your life jacket. Be prepared when you're out there on the water for the worst things to happen and make your children wear them and wear it yourself. Set that example that well, Alyssa and, was talking about. And make about. sure those life jackets your kids are wearing, Sep, are, are for kids fit. and for that weight, uh, that weight class. An and adult fit life properly. jacket. I've seen kids kid wipe out, I've seen kids wipe out water skiing. Yeah. Goes right off over their head. Yep. Yep. And they've right. got, they've got nothing on it all. Melissa, it's a great program. We're glad that, uh, We've got you on the air today, and we're going to start giving away life jackets on the show in the next few weeks. We'll keep you posted on that, Perfect. and we want people wearing life jackets. That's why we do this, folks. Thank you for joining us, and we will talk to you again very soon, I'm sure. 
Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, Melissa. Melissa Miranda with the Department of Boating and Waterways. She is one of our favorite guests. No question about it. She's just a nicey. Speaking of favorite guests, I've got a favorite guest coming in next. Oh, you're sucking up. Where's Marilyn? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. It's that time of year when people in boats meet on the water. Anglers can be found in obvious fishing spots, some still fishing, others trolling along in the calmness of the water. And then, out of the mouth of a cove comes a fast boat towing a water skier, and it heads straight for the anglers. It swerves away, swinging the skier closer to the anglers. A monstrous wake follows, releasing downriggers. Or how about the guy who's taking a fast run around the lake and makes his path between the anglers and shore? There's still a long ways to go to teach courtesy to some folks on the water. There's no point in getting excited and yelling obscenities. They do me fast. There is hope, though. We see more and more boats equipped with downriggers. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Just a reminder, you just heard one of our Get a Clue segments. Do you know our newsletter has a clue in it every week? Do you know we put out a newsletter? It's all about what Ultimate Bass and California Sportsman Radio shows will cover on Saturday mornings on Sacktown Sports 1140. You need to be a subscriber. Your edition of the newsletter will then appear in your email Thursday night or Friday morning, and you'll know what's set for Saturday morning listening. You'll know who's going to be talking and about what, and you'll get the latest on fishing action and results. The in-depth segments provide tips, suggestions, advice, and how-tos. The upcoming events let you know where and when. To get in on the latest, win prizes, and be aware, sign on. It's free. Simply send your email address to marilynatseps.com or sepatseps.com. What could be easier? And the newsletter makes you smarter. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. 
Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? If it got any better, I'd be out there with an archery setup right now hiding in the bush is waiting for a dumb deer to come to me. <laughs> well, yeah, they'd, they'd have to be dumb this morning because I went up for a morning ride and I didn't see nothing. Well, and you've got a good property back there with plenty of opportunities for those deer to show up. They must be laying in the brush or been uh, up all night enjoying the cooler temperatures and hiding in the shade today. That's what I think, and I think you're way on top. Or most of the does I've seen have been down on the roads. I haven't seen nothing in the backcountry. Well, it sure wouldn't pay off to be running around in a quad out there, and I know that's probably exactly what you were doing. And it doesn't pay off to be walking around a whole lot with the things as dry as they are right now either, because that's just like every step you take is alerting animals around you. That's right. Yeah, they, it's just so dry and crackly out there you can't walk or drive. But luckily for me, they're used to the jeeps around here, so they don't pay them much attention when I take the jeep in the back. Yeah. Well, so, you, but, you, have you seen any pigs out in your territory? No, nah, about four or five. They're right around the house here. Mm, just keep feeding them. They'll get in closer and closer and closer so you can shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> Mama would have a fit. Oh, Mama don't <laughs> like that, huh? Well, no, everything around the house is protected. We got quail. We got pheasant. We got some doves. We got some deer. We got pigs. That's not a good thing to protect around a guy that hunts as much as you and your father do. <laughs> Yeah, but we've already kind of taken an agreement. None of us shoot within a half mile of the house. Oh, jeez. The wives won again, guys. That's just the way it is. (laughs) Wives, grandkids, they like to get up in the morning and watch them eat on the front yard and stuff. So it's all right. I don't mind it. I sit out and have a cigar with them every now and then and a cup of coffee. Talking to them about what you're going to do to them when they grow up. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Well, Travis, deer season opens up. Rifle deer season opens up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, what's the yep. situation on ammo? What's the situation as far as getting it into customers' hands in the non-lead variety? Well, deer season does open. Uh, August 13th is opening day for rifle season, which we're all looking forward to. And ammo, again, is going to be tough. It's coming in and going out just as fast because as soon as people hear we got it, they're in the store grabbing it. I sold my last two boxes of 30-odd-6 last night. Hoping to get another case or two here in the next week or so, but we do have a little bit that trickles in, and I still have duck loads coming in that I'm able to get a hold of. 
and dove loads the big deal. They're starting to trickle in a little bit. Well, I'm glad to see that it's loosened up a little bit and they're being come available. But, folks, when you see it, grab it. Otherwise, you might not have the So you're not going to get your dove loads on August 31st is I've what you're telling me, I've got enough dove so. loads for the next five or six no, seasons. No, you don't. In other states, I do. <laughs> in other states. Argentina, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Yeah, no, I've already got about a pallet and a half of dove loads come in, and out of that, probably three-quarters is already sold. You know, once you put it out of the chair, they're coming down and grabbing it. Those got to be gung ho dove hunters. There's no question about it. To spend one of the, what's the single round cost now, Travis? Uh, about seventy five cents. So that that bite of dove you just ate cost you seventy five cents. To... Most of these guys shoot a box of dove. But the, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that you got to figure. You know, each dove oh. cost nineteen ninety nine. Five to six shots at least. <laughs> is that how much the ammo is? Nineteen ninety nine a box. Uh, it's anywhere from fourteen ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine, depends on which manufacturer it's coming from. Yeah, and believe me, folks, this isn't like gasoline. You know, they aren't inflating the price at the retail stores. They want you to come in and buy this stuff. They've got margins that are just normal or small on these products. They are. We haven't changed margins at all, and I hate raising prices, but every time they, the suppliers raise the price to me, i got to do something to make it up. Well, it's like that day I came in and bought a case of nine from you. Came in there and beat you up over the price. Can't believe it's that expensive. <laughs> sell, get him out of here. Sell it to him a little cheaper. Just get him out of here. Get him out of yeah. my store. We almost had to call security. <laughs> make a scene. Talk about sticker shock. Well, Travis, one of the things I want to talk about in the future, I sent you a note this morning about, is I want to talk about the gun range. Let's do that next week on the show because I really think that uh, the opportunities there abound, and I don't think people really know how to use a gun range properly. So I wanted to talk about starting at the beginning. When you get there, what do you do? Who do you see? And we'll do one of those next week to get them up to speed on the gun room, okay? Okay, that's not a problem. One of the best. Uh, like I said, deer season is starting. You guys got to get out and get your gun sighted in. Make sure they're sighted in. Yeah. Don't, don't use too many rounds, but do that and get out of the spot. I'm going to go scouting here in two weeks at my D-zone spot, so we'll have a little report on that. But go out, scout your area, kind of get your layout, and just have fun. That's what it's all about. Find some water, folks. Find some water. And if you've had your rifle with a scope on it sitting over in the corner behind that door for six months, don't believe that scope is still lined up perfectly. Always check them. Don't go out with a nail driver like a buddy of mine did and missing pigs by six feet. It just doesn't work out real well. Travis Morgan with Guns Fishing and other stuff. We always appreciate you visiting us. Stop by the stores down in Dublin and in Vacaville. We'll tell you all about the gun shooting range next week on the show. Take care, my friend. Take care. I'll see you guys at the store. You have no choice in the matter. Hey, our next guest, play the out. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, fishing, and other stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, Mr. Brown... 
It has been a long day, and we are about to uh, set forth. I can tell you're wanting to get out of here. Northern, yeah, I got a Walmart visit. We got Northern California freshwater opportunities coming up, and I'll bet there's a bunch of them. There, you know, we've covered so many of them in the first, you know, hour and and forty minutes of the show, Sep. That there is so much going on with there's, the. It's not enough time to talk about everything. The ocean, the delta. You know, I mean, I had Paul Bailey on my show this morning, who's a big guide up at Clear Lake. Uh, and Paul was talking about how, you know, they tied a jig on, rolled out to the rock piles yesterday and absolutely just murdered 15 to 20 pound catfish. Uh, you know, he said they, they caught like a dozen of them out there fishing a jig on rock piles. He said it's just wide open catfish bite. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I fished it. I, I even trolled for him back 25 years yeah. ago in the lake. And it's an impressive catfish. There's no two ways about it. That lake is infested with them. I mean, I don't know that I'd eat them out of that place, but boy, it sure is fun to, to, uh, you know, fight them. Well, there's no question that uh, it's always careful to pay attention to the mercury readings well, that the state sends out. <laughs> Little technicality. Don't eat catfish it, every day. You know, it's something too, before we bring Dave Hurley up, Sep, just a sad bit of news this, uh, this week, uh, for all of our friends on the Delta, we lost Moore's Riverboat. And, uh, I the saw ri- the fire. As soon as I saw the overhang, I said, Oh God, the riverboat. Moore's, burned. yeah. And, you know, Moore's Riverboat right there on the, on the Moak, uh, you know, right there between the Highway 12 bridge and, uh, and where it opens up, you know, their pirate's lair where, uh, you know, Mike always spent so much time. Captain Mike did. And, uh, oh, just, I've spent some afternoons there too. Yeah, we've all spent some time at Morse <laughs> Riverboat over the years. You know, we lost Juicy's, you know, a couple of year, year or so ago and, and then now, uh, losing Morse Riverboat down there. It's just, those were such, uh, and they were talking cool about rebuilding. Places. They, you can't rebuild an you old riverboat. You can't rebuild the, you can't rebuild, you know, what it was on the Delta. So, but just sad news and, you know, just everybody down there around that area. It's such a cool area. You've been to Pirates a bunch of times and, and moors and it's just a it's a great area it's all the loop the delta loop out there yep. if, you, if you've never driven it and you see the signs right off of highway 12 it says delta loop you can turn on either one of them you're going to come back out on it highway circles, 12 it loops uh yeah but it's it's super cool but it just uh that was a sad bit to find out that that moors burnt down this week well was, one of the other sad things is all these people starting to die i thought that the drownings would drop because fewer people are out but you know no. what more people are going out right. it's quite the opposite of what i felt and here we lost three at a time out there in the Delta. Just yeah, the three mile slough, Brandon Island. Um, we had, uh, we had three folks there and it, you know, it's just trying to save a kid and, and, you know, they were trying to be heroes and lost their lives and it was just craziness. Uh, just it accentuates the fact that we have to be wearing life jackets. Mm, yeah, we absolutely. must wear life jackets and you must be certain that your kids and those around you are too. Yeah. It's not your responsibility to have other parents put them on, but uh, I have been known to say he could use a life jacket, and I walk over and give somebody a life jacket yeah. sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's get our next guest up here because I'm sure he's got two cents he'd like to throw he into might. this discussion too. The editor of Western Outdoor News, our good friend Mr. Dave Hurley, joins us now. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm really glad you brought that up about the, the three men at uh, Three Mile Slough. Uh, it's, uh, that was, that was a tough one. And it, unfortunately it seems to happen far more frequently than, than, than it should happen. And you're right. I'm glad you had the whole life jacket situation going on because, uh, that's so important. But in hey, addition Dave, to the more, Dave, before you get yeah, going, let me yeah. do something right here. I'm going to give away a yeah. life jacket to the third caller and the fourth caller that call in right now, 339-1140 or 1-800-920-1140. 
a life jacket for the third and fourth callers that call in right now. Thanks to our friends at the Department of Boating and Waterways. And these are the real tight suspender type. Yank it down and it inflates life jackets. And you can wear them with in complete comfort the whole time. So whoever you lucky winners are, congratulations. Now we'll move on. Dave, what do you got for us? Yeah, no, great job. Yeah, not only did we lose Moore's River boat, you know, but as the Stockton native uh, Lost Isle went down earlier this year, that's too, right, that's another yeah. Delta. That's another Delta landmark uh, as far as that goes. So there's been some great losses history of the Delta, no question about it. Dave, did you ever uh, get in you... trouble out at Lost Isle? You know what, um, uh, Kent, I, I, I would never admit to it. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I would never admit to it, but uh, even as a Stockton native, I knew well enough to stay away from Lost Style, to be quite honest with you. You missed a good time, let me tell you. (laughs) I stay away from there, but I've got stuck on that shoal across from it a few times. Uh, You know, there's a big old shoal right there on the river, but uh, I'm glad you talked about catfishing because that's where I started earlier. That's where I started with my grandfather was fishing catfish in the Delta on the San Joaquin, and uh, it sounds like Clear Lake is uh, has more catfish than it does bass in it right now. I think it does. Reason. Yeah, I think it does. You know, and it's going to be, and I'm sure you covered the fact that uh, by the end of this month or by the end of the month of August, that we may not be able to get boats in that lake, which is really a shame. Well, we're, whole we're keeping an eye on it. You know, we're keeping an eye on it. We hate to throw a timeline out right now because it's a natural lake and it's very hard to to uh to figure exactly how that water is going to drop in the lake you know what i mean but it's uh right we're definitely keeping an eye on it and hoping we're going to make september so we'll see how that goes that's great well this cooler weather's definitely been a help you know as far as that goes well stops evaporation which that lake has a problem you know it loses water just through evaporation sure because the size the surface area and the wind coming through there and but uh in the shallowness of it yeah but we um as far as freshwater New Maloney's is going to be the head head is going to be the highlighter this weekend. Uh, there seems like everybody on the West Coast that's a kokanee fisherman has finally been waiting for a, a productive kokanee tournament, and uh, uh, there's over a hundred people signed up for that tournament uh, that they're having there this weekend. And we expect that there's going to be a couple of fish over 18 inches caught, and uh, we're going to have some decent. I think some will struggle, but. Uh, uh, the guys that are out there regularly have really been doing very, very well. Those fish have been coming up in the mid-morning to feed on plankton. And the, and I think that's kind of an interesting thing that people forget about is uh, is the fish come up closer to the surface. You know, you think, oh, they're always really deep, but they're coming up to feed. And that lake has, seems to have quite a bit of plankton in it. What do you think, Steph? I agree 100%. There's no question about it. You know, I just opened up Western Outdoor News, and I flipped over to the Shaver Lake page when you mentioned uh, Kokanee, and bingo, there's a picture of some beautiful cokes out of that lake. Just absolutely gorgeous-sized fish. Yeah, they got a 20-incher this week. Todd Whitmer of uh, Kokanee.net Guide Service, he picked up one at 20 inches, and that's the biggest fish that I've heard uh, so far this year out of a California lake. Shaver Lake Shaver Lake has early season mature fish for some reason, and it's been like that for years. And I'm just thrilled to see it because we went down there. I did a couple of TV shows down there with Daryl LaMonica. We looked like stars. Yeah, it's and not only that, it's a beautiful lake, and it's a great little community as far as that goes. You know, we we think it's a long ride, and it is from where we're up in the in Sacramento area, but it is uh, it is some place that everybody should. Uh, 
go to at least one time. And I think if you go there one time, you're going to go back again. And it is beautiful, <laughs> and there's some beautiful homes up there. we got about two minutes left, Dave, so run through some spots. Serious. Lake Almanor, a good place to go right now, Lake Almanor. we got patches happening all over the place, you know. In the afternoon, you got these hex hatches that are taking place. Almanor is good. Shasta is picking up. There's no question about it. You covered Bullard's Bar earlier this week, uh, earlier in the show. Lake Comanche, still great for holdover trout. Barry, uh, Pardee has been kicked out. Limits of trout in Kokanee. Donner Lake, you know, there's this is now time for the big uh, Mackinac. You know, the trophies, the smaller ones seem to be hiding. Um, Eagle Lake is still going off uh, as far as that goes. You know, there's the spacious conditions up there. Nobody's fishing Eagle Lake. Inglebright's still happening. You can get a limit of kokanee if you know what you're doing there. You know, and they're big ones, too. Folsom Lake is still kicking out some big kings. I'm just going straight down through the thing here. Well, and uh, we, so- we're going to have to bail here, so don't tell them any right. more secrets. We only got 30 seconds left. You got 10 uh, seconds to so- tell them how they can get a subscription to Western Outdoor News. Go to W-O-N-E-W-S dot com, click on the prompts there, and it'll lead you right to it. Digital is the way to go. Thank you guys for being on the show. Appreciate it. Dave, thank you for being on the show. We always appreciate your updates and getting as much information in as we possibly can. Take care. You know, guys, it's been fun. Mr. Brown, I've got to run to Walmart. Where are you running? I'm not not sure yet. Not to bury us. Probably not. Well, I hope all of you guys will be out there. Be safe. Wear your life jackets. And we already have our winners, by the way. You can quit calling now. Driving everybody nuts in the control room. I want to thank you for listening. I hope you'll join us again right here next week. Kent Brown and I will be here, and so will everybody in the other room. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join Join us us next next week from 5 to 8 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Saturday Morning morning outdoors. Outdoors.